born to serve. My eyes see injustice, my hands vote for change, my tongue sing the sorrow of my heart. The love of Allah combined with hope. Let's hope. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Respected listeners of Radio Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM, welcome to Born to Serve, a program show dedicated to um, our our beautiful, wonderful leaders of our community that are serving for the noble pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I'm your host, Muhammad Sheikh. I've been off the airwaves for quite a bit of time, subhanAllah, uh, given the recent uh, you know events that have taken place. And myself uh, just coming back from an international trip, subhanAllah, coming straight into studio to uh, inspire our listeners, inshallah, because, respected listeners, we have with us this evening none other than the President of the Muslim Judicial Council, Mlana Ihsan Hendricks. Mlana Ihsan, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh, Brother Muhammad. And to all the listeners of Radio Voice of the Cape this evening, fellow South Africans, good evening, assalamu alaikum Wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Wa wa rahmatullahi wa Respected listeners, as you've noticed in our previous editions of Born to Serve, one of the major, uh, you know, outcomes that we have for this program show um, is that to look at the lives of the leaders behind the scenes. We know lots and lots about their achievements, but very rarely do we know the struggles, the sacrifices which they have made in order to achieve achieve what they have achieved and subhanallah Nana Ihsan has n- no need for any introduction Ya Rab, uh, you know a very well noted uh, personality to the shores of the Western Cape perhaps inshallah Mulana could start uh, with uh, maybe walking us through Mulana's journey growing up inshallah for the opportunity uh, to uh, be with you on this radio program. Shukran khairan to the listeners of Radio Voice of the Cape for allowing uh, me the opportunity uh, to address you this evening and to be in your homes. And I hope that, uh, Brother Muhammad, you had a very fruitful uh, overseas uh, journey. Alhamdulillah. And the community will continue to benefit uh, from your uh, great achievements, inshallah, tabaraka wa ta'ala. Inshallah, inshallah. I was uh, very much uh, surprised when I received uh, the invitation by our sister Yasmina, uh, to avail myself for this program and uh, very significantly if the program is titled Born to Serve I thought it is best for me uh, not to concentrate so much on myself mm. but to dedicate uh, this program tonight to the people who indeed played a very important role in shaping our values our principles and who carefully guided us through the processes of life Naam. and that we cannot be so arrogant to talk about our achievements without recognizing the people who played a very important role in our lives. Absolutely, Mulana Sahib. Subhanallah. I uh, want to place on the record and I pay tribute to my late father, Haji Muhammad Saleh Hendricks, 
آمين يا رب إن شاء الله من نسب we, can... we are not shaped uh, by institutions and universities yes we are shaped by the principles and the values of our parents and uh, we are carefully being prepared by our parents and environment Absolutely. Inshallah, Mlanasa, perhaps we could hold a thought uh, of inspiration and dedication to those people who shaped our values in our lives. Inshallah, we'll go for a quick ad break and we'll continue, respected listeners, when we come back. Stay tuned. Welcome back, respected listeners, to Radio Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. And joining us online, our honorable, uh, respected leader and scholar of the Western Cape and uh, through international shows, Malana Ihsan Hendricks. Uh, prior to the ad break, subhanAllah, we were discussing uh, Malana's uh, relationship and dedication, rather, for his honorable parents, whom, uh, you know, shadowed him and installed these values. Uh, Malana Sahib, you may continue, inshallah. Uh, Brother Muhammad, and to the listeners of Radio Voice of the Cape, I was born in the Bulan town of Worcester in 1964, and I thought it would be too of great significance to mention tonight that I was born in a house that was built 85 years ago by my late grandfather, and my grandfather was a Christian, and he happened to be the founder of the uh, Protestant Church in Worcester. Subhanallah. If you travel to Worcester today, you will still see his name is written on top of the plaque of the church as a founder member of the church. My mother happened to be the only a child to her father and mother. I want to take you carefully to, through a journey that uh, explains the greatness of Islam. Naam. My late father was born in Bukap, and he was born in a Hendrix family, and a Christian and a Muslim family shared a common house. The Christian family was the Hendrix family, and the Muslim family was the Sukkah family. And out of the family of my late father, he was the only one that accepted Islam at the age of 12 years old. Subhanallah. In 1963, he got married to my mother when he came as a tailor to practice in Worcester. In 1964, I was born out of this marriage. And by the grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, my mother accepted Islam. MashaAllah. It is uh, very significant to mention that that house that I was born in in 1964 is still standing as a family house. We still frequent our family house. And 85 years ago, this house was built. It is perhaps maybe very significant to mention that the journey, our life journey as a community who enjoyed peaceful coexistence 
with people of different uh, religious beliefs that alhamdulillah by the grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the good values that my late grandmother had as a Christian made sure that we sustain our good values as Muslims. Had an immense respect for my mother who accepted Islam, immense respect for my late father who came as a Muslim, and through the years grew up uh, in a house that we experienced what it was to peacefully coexist with a grandmother and family members who are Christian and Muslim. It is very significant to mention this particular point. I, 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 I very regularly make this example and I say today we go into the stores and we buy our faces. I remember when I was a young boy, our faces were crocheted by my Christian grandmother. My Christian grandmother used to make sure that we go to the madrasa. She used to make sure that at Maghrib time and for the Oqatu Salah, we take wudu. <laughs> and uh, a, a very great contribution she played in uh, uh, our uh, upbringing in that particular house. <laughs> I think it is uh, very important to understand that even though people respect us today because we enjoy positions in yes. organizations, but our life history does not start with these organizations. Mm. We are not born as president of the Muslim Judicial Council. We are not born as Maulanas. We are not born as sheikhs and ulama. We are born as ordinary human beings. But again, it is at the hands of our fathers and our mothers and the environment that they create for us. Absolutely. And so if I carefully journey through my early upbringing, I will not be able to go into all the details, but yes. let me concentrate on, on some of the most important. Naam. My early Islamic education is at the seat of an institution in Booster. It is known as the Ikramiya Islamic Center, established by a very world-renowned alim who is a South African who graduated from the Al-Azhar University, the late Sheikh Ikaramuddin Khan, who graduated from the Al-Azhar University. Many people would recall that Sheikh Ikaramuddin, rahmatullahi alayhi, in 1969, when Sheikh Abdul Basit, rahmatullahi alayhi, came to South Africa, Sheikh Ikaramuddin was the official interpreter of the late Sheikh Abdul Basit, rahmatullahi alayhi. Subhanallah. Uh, very significantly, uh, Sheikh uh, Ikaramuddin was of the few ulama who graduated from the Al-Azhar, but also held a doctorate degree in industrial psychology. He later on spent his life in Canada, and he passed away. In 1984, he passed away uh, in Canada, and he served uh, the uh, community in Canada. But his brother, Muhammad Shah, who became the principal of the Madrasa Ikramiya, it was really at his hand that I received my early primary Islamic education. And if there is one particular thing that I wish to place on record tonight, yes. then it is the fact that he, from a very early time, uh, 
spotted something in me which he thought was good to bring out in me. And I must tell you that for somebody that is not known as a public orator, Muhammad Shah Khan, who is my ustaz, no. he really trained me in public speaking from a very young age. And from a very young age, I was exposed to great gatherings to address the Muslim uh, community. And uh, equally, in the likes of uh, Sheikh Muhammad Latu, Rahmatullahi Alayhi, who served as the Imam of the Vusta Muslim community for close to 40 years, equally played a very important role in shaping our Islamic uh, uh, teaching, our Islamic values and principles. Absolutely. And in the early 80s, after having uh, spent uh, my time in primary and high school education, I then pursued the very serious level of the acquisition of Islamic knowledge, and I journeyed the journey to the famous northern Natal uh, town of Newcastle and spent three years under the tutorship of the late Maulana Qasim Sima, rahmatullahi alayhi. Subhanallah, indeed. Um, you know, just journeying through, there is so much that we can actually tackle on in terms of, uh, you know, childhood upbringing uh, in compared to, um, you know, the journey towards madrasa in Darul Uloom at Newcastle. Subhanallah. Malanasa, perhaps during this, um, you know, this tenure at the Darul Uloom, what was it like for our listeners out there? Not everybody has the opportunity to, uh, you know, be part of such a, a prestigious institution where your whole day is dedicated to some act of ibadah when you are um, studying you are studying the deen which is ibadah when you're sleeping together you're eating together subhanallah perhaps you know if Malana could share some memories uh, in relation to the Darul Uloom or specifically with uh, uh, Maulana Qasim Sema rahimahullah alayhi whilst we had many teachers in Darul Uloom uh, Newcastle and uh, many of the graduates from Darul Uloom Newcastle will speak and the record speak for itself as one of the first uh, tertiary uh, uh, educations, educational centers established uh, in South Africa. I think that most of uh, my memory and my recognition and gratitude goes to the late Maulana Qasim Sima, Rahmatullahi alayhi. May Allah give him the highest place in Jannah. Ameen, I ameen. believe that today I continue in my own way with uh, the legacy of Maulana Qasim Sima. I do recall, and here I want to share something that uh, I think it is important that after so many years, uh, 30-odd years, more than 30 years, one can share it. You know, when you are a young man, and you leave for studies, then you have a perception about yourself. Yes. You believe that you are now going to acquire knowledge, you are going to become a sheikh, or you're going to become a maulana, and you are so fascinated by the title, and you're so fascinated by what people can call you, and the possible status that you are going to enjoy in the community. But I must say, Molana Qasim Sima was much more than just a class teacher. Molana Qasim Sima was the spiritual guide of the student. 
He was the father at the same time. And here I recall the very first day sitting in front of this great intellectual giant, this spiritual icon, this great alim. And I recall the very first lesson we received from Maulana Qasim Sima. Maulana Qasim Sima, rahmatullahi alayhi, asked us in the class, we were approximately 40 new students. He asked us, who of you came here to become Maulanas? And all of us raised our hands because we believe we did come to become Maulanas. And shortly after that, we had the very uncomfortable experience to lower our hands when he answered and he said, well, let me tell you, for the past 40 odd years, past 50 years, I am struggling to become a Mawlana. Subhana Ya Rab. Yeah, Mawlana Qasim Sima is telling us he is struggling to become a Mawlana. And then we had to lower our hands in shame because we thought that the title was important. But the nature of this murshid, Rajul Ruhani, this spiritual icon, this great alim in front of us, taught us the very first lesson. In fact, Maulana Qasim Sima Rahmatullahi, uh, there was always a glass next to him and a jug of water. And he poured water from the jug into the glass. When the glass was filled up with water, he then asked us, is this glass filled or is it empty? We said, well, the glass is now filled with water. Maulana Qasim Sima said, Similarly, I want to advise all of you. If you have come here and your glasses are filled up, then you have come to the wrong institution. You need to empty those glasses and we will collectively struggle to fill it with wisdom and with knowledge, inshallah. Subhanallah. This was one of the greatest lessons that I learned from Maulana Qasim Sima Rahmatullahi Alayhi. That is besides the fact that we were exposed to the best academic presentations in hadith, in tafsir, in usulul hadith, in usulul tafsir, in the Arabic language. Great teachers, Maulana Sulaiman Goga was one of my first teachers, and so many teachers we had there, alhamdulillah. And the three years that I spent in Newcastle really prepared me with a solid, foundation and therefore I must place on record as in the analysis of Ibn Khaldun the historical social scientist that said if there was no Abu Bakr there would have never been an Umar and when I journeyed in the early 80s to the famous world-renowned institution in the northern part of India Nadwatul Ulama, having read so much of the great Islamic thinker, a Sheikh Abu Hassan Ali Al Hassani and Nadwi, Rahmatullahi Alayhi, I believe that I achieved my dream when I traveled to India to register as a student at the world renowned institution. Subhanallah. But my years in Nadwatul Ulama cannot be in isolation of the foundation 
that was laid by Mawlana Qasim Fima Rahmatullahi Alayhi. Ameen, Ya Rab. Uh, Sheikh Abu Hassan Ali Al-Nadwi, Rahimahullah, was very well known, very famous, not just for his academic intellect or for Arabic uh, theology and, uh, you know, literature, but also in the world of activism. And uh, perhaps maybe, uh, you know, uh, did that draw inspiration to Malana Ihsan, you know, um, uh, that that level of activism and uh, support for justice that, subhanAllah, we find Malana in the position of being the director of the Al-Quds Foundation today? I must say that uh, the works the writings, the thinking, the leadership, and being in close proximity of the gatherings of a Sheikh Abul Hassan Ali al-Nadwi. And I must place on record, at the time that I registered as a student, uh, Sheikh Abul Hassan Ali al-Nadwi was no more a lecturer in Nadwatul Ulama. But of course, he was the the figurehead of Nadwatul Ulama. And his regular sittings in Nadwatul Ulama. Yes. But the curriculum in Darul Uloom or in Nadwatul Ulama was structured in such a way that you have exposure exclusively to the works of Sheikh Abul Hassan Ali al-Nadwi. Subhanallah. Here I want to place on the record. Many people when they talk of Sheikh Abul Hassan Ali al-Nadwi, they conclude and they say that Sheikh Abul Hassan was very good in Arabic. He was a good Arabic-speaking uh, alim. I say, no, it is not enough to say that Sheikh Abul Hassan was just good in Arabic. It's not good enough to say that he was just a good uh, speaker in Arabic. I today call Sheikh Abul Hassan Ali al-Nadwi a reformist in the Arabic language. Subhanallah. Indeed, Mulana, a reformist in the Arabic language. Perhaps, inshallah, uh, we will continue with our discussion, respected listeners, when we come back after the Aisha Salah. Welcome back, respected listeners, to Radio Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. And subhanAllah, prior to the break before Isha, we were discussing with our Honorable Mulana Ihsan Hendricks. And subhanAllah, respected listeners, um, basically, you know, we cannot gather a significant proportion of his life's journey but rather just a glimpse or rather certain notes of 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 significance that we need to understand because a lot of times we see leaders based on their achievements but rather not on their sacrifices and this is what we are here for inshallah here to highlight the challenges so that people can appreciate our leaders even more make dua for them even more and support them in their note worthy courses even more and uh, subhanallah um i believe uh, inshallah we do we have uh, Mulana back online okay khair. nonetheless nonetheless um so respected listeners Mulana sheikh abdul hassan ali and nadwi hafizahul rahimahullah rather uh, you know one of the foremost leaders of um as Mulana described arabic reformists and you know it is not with any surprise he was a great a great great personality if you do get a chance please do google some of his works they are available in pdf um you know uh, i'm certain also without copyright please do get hold of some of his work some of his um you know uh, articles or um uh, you know some of his pieces on 
activism on um, you know um, uh, Islam in uh, the modern society and you know a lot of things to do with um, issues that revolve us as Muslims in today's time and age so uh, somebody that I also look up to Sheikh uh, Abu Hassan Al-Nadwi Rahimahullah uh, furthermore, you know, um, just thinking about it, the the, the concept of uh, parents shaping our lives, and you know, it just struck back to me, Subhanallah, that um, uh, you know, what would we do without them? Uh, I always mention this, and I will mention it again, respected brothers and sisters. Uh, let us take the opportunity of honoring our parents. Uh, as much as we can for as long as we can before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not give us this opportunity back again. Nonetheless, we have Mulana Ihsan with us back online. Mulana, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh, brother Muhammad. Jazakallah khair, Mulana Sahib, for sharing with us, you know, the insight behind your life's journey. Now, I'd just like to perhaps, inshallah, look at, uh, you know, uh, we won't have enough time to cover absolutely everything. Perhaps we'll continue with this, dis- this discussion in future, future segments and programs. Um, the thing that I want to, you know, that I'm trying to um, gather, inshallah, from Mulana's insight, what are some of the leadership qualities every Muslim, Muslim, be he as old as a grandfather or as young as a toddler, should have installed or should install within themselves so that they can become productive Muslims, insha'Allah. Some qualities. I think it is very important that we all uh, must inculcate in us the very first principle of sincerity. It Na'am. is absolutely important to understand the development of sincerity of intention is absolutely important. Humility is a great requirement in leadership. Yes. And we pray that Allah increase us all the time not to become arrogant, not to become uh, boastful, and uh, not to become so arrogant that people cannot gain uh, the benefit of what we are supposed to share with them. Ma'am. Of course, humility is absolutely important. Istiqama, steadfastness, is absolutely very important. Yes. It is important that there must be humility because any leader must always learn that leadership is not just shaped by the individual ability, but it is shaped by the knowledgeable people around you. A leader must always recognize there are more knowledgeable people than him. There are people more greater in wisdom than him. And so uh, the consultation with uh, colleagues and with friends and with teachers is absolutely very important. But a leader must also be firm, uncompromising on areas of principle, and that speaks very highly of integrity. We cannot be people who chop and change every five uh, minutes. It is absolutely very important. I pray to the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah will continue to produce great leaders for our community. We continue to aspire to be in the footsteps of great leaders. We are not great leaders. We are the students of great leaders. 
وي ريت ذا لايف هيستوري قال الشيخ ابو الحسن علي الندوي رد كتاب رجال الفكر والدعوه سيفيس اوف اسلاميك سبيريت سيفيس اوف اسلاميك سبيريت اند هيستوري ات از امبورتنت فور اس تو ستدي ذا لايف اوف جريت ليدرشيب ان الاسلام اند Because we are coming to the end of this program, uh, how, how much time do we have left, uh, Brother Muhammad? Perhaps uh, uh, two minutes, inshallah, Munana. In the last uh, two minutes, I want to use the opportunity as, of course, uh, my term as the president of the Muslim Judicial Council is coming to an end, uh, the second term. And I wish to express my gratitude to the community, to Radio Voice of the Cape, all the staff of Radio Voice of the Cape, the entire community for the wonderful support, my colleagues in the Muslim uh, Judicial Council, uh, my predecessor, Sheikh Nazim, rahmatullahi alayhi, may Allah give him a high place in Jannah. Ameen. Uh, my former president, Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriel, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless him. Ameen. I have enjoyed many great uh, years with him. My colleagues, the executive, the senior members of the MJC, I have learned tremendously a lot, and I again want to conclude and say this evening I want to use the wonderful opportunity to tell my beloved mother that she has played a very important role in my life. My family, my brothers, my sisters, my children, uh, my extended family, sisters and brothers, uh, all of them have played a wonderful role in supporting, and I remain committed Uh, to contribute to this community. We are not a people who only get stuck because we are in position. In fact, I think the journey of responsibility only starts now, and it is not confined to the position of being the president or the chairperson. Our duty starts really now. Pray for me and make dua that Allah give us good health and strength to continue our duty and responsibility. Shukran zakallah khairan to you, Brother Muhammad, to Radio Voice of the Cape, and everybody. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep his divine and protection on all of us. Ameen. We say a heartful thank you to yourself. Jazakallah khair. Ahsan al-jazak to you, Mulana Ihsan Hendricks, for taking the time out and being part of our journey, Born to Serve. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only bless bless you with bliss in both worlds. Insha'Allah, may He keep you for many, many, many more decades to contribu- uh, to continue contributing towards the cause of the Ummah. Insha'Allah, we bid you farewell, Mulana. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Respected listeners, we have come to the end of a fruitful journey of Born to Serve, inshallah. And subhanallah, uh, you know, so much inspiration. I I would perhaps also maybe take, uh, you know, the time out in this final few seconds to dedicate every show and every contribution which Allah has given us, the ability to do to my beloved parents, um, uh, you know, all the way in KZN, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, keep them with happiness, with barakah, with bliss, and grant them long lives, inshallah. From myself, Muhammad Sheikh, our producer, Sister Yasmina Peterson, and our Sheikh controlling the controls behind the desk. We bid you farewell. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.